Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Meanwhile in Canada on the Posted Up Network. It feels good to be back. My name Kyle Bowen. That's K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Most importantly, that dude through the computer screen is Trevor Beggs, man. What's up? What's up? What's going on, buddy? What's going on? You know, it's uh, another sunny day in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, and, and here I am recording remotely, you know, COVID numbers on the rise. My wife's pregnant. Got to stay safe in times like this, man. So uh, 100% do, doing what I can. It's a crazy time out there. Facts, man. It's, a, it's an interesting time in 2020. You know, keep staying consistent. All right. All right. If you look at it like that, I guess it's somewhat motivating. 2020 just hasn't hasn't let the foot off the gas pedal. Let's be real. Let's be honest, man. It's something else. And yeah, COVID, COVID cases are going up. And, and this may be the case again. I may not see Trevor for a long time. Hey, I may not see... I may, I may not see your daughter, you know, for a long time. Who knows what's going to happen here? Yeah, it could be a while, man. It could be a while. You know, one thing I learned today is that our, our doctor recommends that no one should see our baby unless they have a flu shot, which is something... I hadn't really thought about. Now, I'll ask you, man, do, do you get your flu shot? And, and do you know people that get their flu shot? No, I don't. I never had that conversation. I, well, I don't know if my, my friends get them. Is that something that people bring up in conversation? Like, yo, by the way, I got my flu shot today. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think you got to be 40 plus to have that conversation. But hey, who knows, man? It's uh, it, it's an interesting thing to talk Dude. about. You definitely hear about it from the anti-vaxxers. So Trevor, Trevor, okay, do whatever you want when it comes to protecting your baby. I think it's going to happen. Well, I know it's going to happen. You're the, the next level of human instinct is going to, you know, be within you. You're going to inhabit the, the act of fatherhood. Right. And that's going to unlock something else. I could totally see you being like, yo, you're not seeing my daughter unless I see a receipt. That's telling me you're, you're good. You're healthy. Yeah, if you lose that flu shot receipt, you know, we're not friends anymore. That's, a, that's how it goes. let's be real. With, uh, a little kid, children. a little baby, an infant, a toddler, you know, that, that, that immune system is, is growing. You know, it's growing. Yeah, and, it's, it's, all, it's all comfort level too, right? Yeah. Like we're talking about, again, COVID, COVID cases at an all-time high in Canada, at least on the West Coast here. Uh, recently, uh, I was on a flight, went back to the East Coast to see some family. And on our way home, there was a six-week-old baby on the flight. And I'm thinking, you know, all these doctors are telling us, like, keep your circles small, oh, no, don't take bad. your newborn out. Then you got a six week old on the plane, like going through some of the COVID hotspots and airports, man. So, bro, I'll be honest, I'll be real, honest person, honest podcast. I'm on a roller coaster with my emotions regarding COVID. Like, I've I've already quit the gym, and that's not a that that is partially because I just wasn't going enough. So that habit wasn't in me you know i wasn't consistent but the other half is like yo yo i still live with my parents i can't be going out when the cases are, are, are at an all-time high again I, I don't know the most about everything but it just it just scaring me a bit you know it's scaring me look at us look at us on this episode of meanwhile canadian where two dumbasses learn more and more about this country we're back to doing this virtually yeah and that's it it's it's worked for a little while, man. I think I went what three months without seeing you, and we still kept the podcast game going for 100%. three whole months not seeing each other in person. So hey, it can be done, man. There's no excuse in today's day and age. 
as long as you got a mediocre internet connection hey. and you know the silky voices like you and i got then it's all good we gotta hey, get it man, done we got that top-notch internet connection okay we're talking about the posted up studios kyle bound trevor bags look in this episode of meanwhile canadia again two dumbasses learning more and more about this country i'm going to be the bigger dumbass because i really don't know what we're talking about i saw the topic i just didn't bother researching anything because i got way too much to learn about this stuff and i'm gonna have questions trevor well i i can't wait for you to ask the questions i probably won't know the answers but like we always do on this show <laughs> you're doing terrific about canada we'll at least have a conversation about it uh shed light to the issues going on shed light to the story and uh hopefully the listeners learn something and hopefully we learn something as well facts, and facts, i think facts. this is an important topic topic to talk about this week because it got mentioned in BBC News with one of their American correspondents. And it talked about Canada's other killer, aside from the coronavirus. And, and that headline alone caught my attention. But of course, they were talking about the opioid crisis in Canada, as they referred to in this interview, uh, or the story, I should say. But the further you get down this article from the BBC, it's not so much about Canada. It's right here in British Columbia, where we're living right now. And, and this is a problem that we know has existed for at least five years now in BC. And, and for those that don't know, basically fentanyl is getting into the drug supply out there. And you look at some of the mortality rates between, you know, uh, every one and every 100,000 people in BC, it's gone up four times that, that same number that it did from 2015. So I have, I have it in front of me from the BC Center of Disease Control. They've made it on the show before when we talked about their sex advice mm -hmm. uh, back in the day. Uh, on Meanwhile here at Canadian, the glory hole talk. These guys also have rates on uh, how, how many pe people are dying from fentanyl deaths right now. So in 2015, four in every 100,000 people were dying from overdose deaths in BC. By March 2019, so just over a year ago now, that number had increased from four in every 100,000 people to 31 in every 100,000 people. So the Damn. rates are going up. And now we're seeing in 2020... There's over 100 people dying per month in this province right now. What? What? Yeah, it's gone up. It's gone up since COVID has hit. So it's, it's a sad case right now for, for a lot of Canadians. I think people struggling financially, more people find themselves out of a job. And the downtown east side, just outside of downtown Vancouver, for those who don't know, is, is, is littered with people who have addiction issues. And, and it's a big problem in this province right now. It's a problem that could be avoided through decriminalizing drugs, through open testing. But it, it's sad to see when we have all these resources with us in the year 2020, when we should be more pro progressive, that we're seeing all these fucking people dying. It's a, it's a sad state right now in British Columbia. So it's it's not all hunky-dory in Canada like uh, many may think. And look what's happening, right? Well, those numbers that are coming out of British Columbia are allowing big networks in, in countries and other parts of the world to think this is a a big Canadian problem, which it might, may be. I, I don't know much about the program, uh, th this problem, I'm sorry, and, and how the stats vary across the nation, but all those numbers in BC, yeah, they're, they're telling a tale that, that is painting the picture once again for Canada. If this is a, if this is a problem, how do you get past it? And, and I'm honest about that. What, what do you do here? You, you open up more, more what exactly? And we're talking about uh, we're talking about drugs and substance abuse that there's so many layers to, to those choices and to those habits and to those, to those, those hurtful deaths. Like it's, it's still so unfortunate that, that it's just growing and growing. That that's, that's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. Well, what can you do though? What can you do in 2020? What has 
not been done yet? What what facilities haven't been opened up yet? What what programs aren't there? What what conversations haven't been had? I, I'm, I'm actually trying to understand this. What can be done? Yeah, and I think I just briefly mentioned a couple of those things. But one th- one thing is open testing, and I know there's some open testing in the downtown east side, but until you know, I, I, it has to be mandated by the government. It has to be pushed forward. And and there's been some blowback on this over the years with our different levels of government. But there needs to be open testing down there because when you have a crisis like this going on, especially how about what like you, you said about legalizing it though? In British Columbia. What what? Well, sorry, sorry to cut you off. I, I got more of a question about about legalizing it or, or whatever you were you were referring yeah, to it how would that help the problem when you decriminalize drugs this the drugs that the users are getting in theory are clean they're not going to be laced with fentanyl like you're finding out on the streets right now and look i i can't tell you exactly why it's laced with fentanyl i mean the common thought is that it's cheaper to cut drugs with with something cheap like fentanyl bro i oh, heard okay. I heard that it, all it took, I'm not going to name my source because I don't want to throw this person under the bus, okay? Could be a doctor, okay? I heard that it only takes four flakes of fentanyl to kill you. And I was asking myself, I, I also asked this, uh, su- this supposed suppose doctor, okay? How, how small is a flake? Bro, so small. Only four of these little, little flakes, little fucking barely a flake. Can kill you. That's scary, yo. It it is scary. And here's one thing that that might throw you for a loop. And this is going in a different direction completely. Uh, but I recently learned for pain medication, and and some people didn't know this, but even for pregnant women, one of the pain medication uh, options they offer when you're about to get, go into labor is fentanyl. Literally, before you're about to push a child out, pregnant women are offered fentanyl. Wow. I wonder <laughs> why. I, I wonder why, yo. There's so many other other books to read out there. I got to get into the sciences, you know? Why? Why? Why are why are these drugs even laced to begin with just to create this euphoric high that, you know, it still may not kill you, but it, it may have you coming back from war. Is, is that the whole point? Yeah, What's going on know. here? Maybe, I don't think it's really that. I think it's just it's, it's cheaper to cut drugs with a filler like fentanyl. That's, that's all I really think it is. And okay. I'm not the expert. I, I'm not out on the streets. Yeah, no, I know. Me too, man. For the stick, yo. <laughs> right, dude? It's, um, yeah, it's Wait, something yo, to learn I'll, more about. I'll, keep going, keep going. Let me tell going. you this, man, because this is, this is crazy. So you want to talk about, you know, the scare of COVID, obviously. In, in BC, there have been 209 deaths from COVID to date. Yeah. In terms of people overdosing, there have been 900 deaths. What? Exactly. So there's more than fourfold or four times as many deaths from overdoses than there are from COVID in this province. In this province. Bro. Bro, this is a fucking problem, man. This is something, man. And and again, this is a problem. And I remember back when I was in, I I interned at one of the local papers in Vancouver and I was working right near near the downtown east side. And I did some stories about, you know, uh, housing in that area and the drug problem. So this has been going been going on for a long time. This is four years ago I'm talking about when I was doing my internship. So it's a problem that's existed for far too long in this province. And uh, if I want to give a shout out to another guy we've talked about in this episode, Jagmeet Singh. Jagmeet Singh is the one leader right now that's suggested decriminalizing drugs to try to stop the overdose crisis. So I think that's that's the kind of progressive ideas and the progressive leadership we need 
coming from the top to help curb this problem. Because even right now, like this problem, it drew the attention of Teresa Tam, who is the Canada's chief public health official. Oh, I've seen her. She's a boss too. She's a boss, bro. She's a boss, yo. Yo, what she speaks, you got to listen straight up. Well, and, and here's what she said about the crisis too. She said, Canadians should be seized with this particular crisis. It is escalating as we speak. And she's not wrong. She's not wrong. And it's mainly happening in British Columbia right now. You get a Ooh, lot of people man. downtown on the east side. They can't social distance. They're living in shitty situations. And their drug supply is tainted. And it's, it's just a terrible combination down there right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's an illness. It's a disease. And it's, you know, it's easier said than done. Easier said than done. Again, they've heard everything that, that's wrong about it. But for some reason, they're, you know, they're, they're still open to buying in a market yeah. that's just laced with fentanyl. Well, and, and here's, here's the scary. other point I wanted to do, because I've talked a little bit about the, the downtown east side and how, you know, drug addicts, people in the, on homeless people are using this. But it's not just that, right? It extends to recreational users, too. And I think you and I, we probably both knew people that use recreationally. Nope, uh, and, nope, and nope, nope. No, I hang out with my family every day, man. I just go to the studio, hang out with my family, yo. <laughs> right, honest, per- yeah. honest person on the podcast. <laughs> ah, right. I was taking a break from that. No, no, so. uh, yo, yo, Begsy, I swear to you, man, and um, and not to take you somewhere else, Begsy, but th- this does hit hit close to home, you know. So when the news broke that Jason Botchford, if you don't know who he is, I don't mind talking about him again. I'll talk about Botchford. Anytime, straight up, straight up legend, legend, innovator, not even from our city, but embraced our city, wanted people to do well from this city. Jason Botchford, when the news came out that he passed away last year due to a a fatal overdose where his cocaine was laced with fentanyl, it it hit home. It hit, hit, it really did. It really, I had conversations with my homies, straight up, straight up. Be careful. Everyone be careful. And really think about your choices because, and this is without me even knowing these numbers, bro. Okay? I don't even, I didn't even know about the 900. I didn't know about that. This is just one of my idols passing away because of this. Because of this. From our hometown. So it, it did, it did hit home, man. It, and it, it did lead to those, these, these conversations right here. You know, it's not to, it's not to play, not to play God, you know? Again, everyone's heard it. Everyone's fucking heard it, right? Don't do drugs. Like, we've heard that our whole lives. Our whole lives. We've, we've seen the overdoses. We drive by Hastings. We, at the end of the day, just know that if you're from BC and you're going out there and doing your thing, doing your thing, whatever that is, just know there's a chance Based on the numbers, a, a good chance. It's now a good chance, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's a good chance. Something might happen. Something fatal may, might happen. And that's just, look at the fucking numbers. This problem, this death toll is painting an image that the whole country has this huge problem. Huge problem. And it's really coming from here, our home. So we have to have these conversations. Whether they be on the mic or within our, our circle, yo. It's real. Yeah, exactly. And you hit the nail on the head with Botchford. And I'll say I've been lucky not to know anyone in my life personally who's died from an overdose. But I certainly have friends of friends who have gone through these situations, too. So, again, this problem doesn't just exist 
with the homeless on the downtown east side it's with people who use recreation recreationally as well and you think about something like cocaine it's a it's not like it's a an uncommon drug <laughs> there's lots of people out there using it yeah exactly so bro. For someone to pass away from it who's you know decent human being with kids and a family like these are the kind of people you you really feel for as well right so yeah it's I, like I think 100 yeah I think one of the last things i want i wanted to, to say on this too was you know if you are if you are in vancouver or even if you're in a different part of canada look up online with your local health authority and see where the drug testing sites are. So even for Vancouver coastal health, I just learned this right now. Uh, they're offering take home fentanyl test strips so you can test your drugs at home. That's smart. Canada, man. What is this place? This place is unbelievable. A little fucked up. Sure. You could say really fucked up, but it's still, it's still very unbelievable. It, and it's still Canada. It's still Canada. Canada, Man. baby. I mean, wow. We wow. got our problems, but again, it's a more forward-thinking way of dealing with these problems, right? So, uh, again, the fact that drug testing is more available is a good thing. It's obviously still not totally helping on, on the downtown east side with the homeless, but I, I think, again, even like the recreational users and everyone in general who's using should be new. Do Yo, how about can. this? How about this? I'll, I'll challenge all, all the drug dealers out there. Put the kits in the, put the, kits in the sale. Yo, that's a great idea. Yo, there we go. I don't know how the game works, though. I don't know if you can just be doing that, but yo, put the the kits in the sale and save your customers. Yeah, Kyle, you'd be the best drug dealer of all time. If this (laughs) podcasting doesn't work out, you got something going for you. Right? You never know, man. I've I've heard that before. I've heard that before, man. You'd be the best. I don't know why they said that. Who knows? Who knows? Two dumbasses learning more and more about Canada. I'm sure that we'll have this conversation again. I'm interested. So who knows if I go down a rabbit hole and uh, a meaningful rabbit hole. You know, I did go down a meaningful rabbit hole. Not to compare, okay? Not to compare here. Different art, different different forms of life here, okay? I went down the Nelly Furtado rabbit hole. And yeah, super, super talented. Uh, we we got to do an episode on her. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. I love you. Yeah, Straight up, right? Straight up. Okay, let, let's move on to the next segment. Again, you're listening to Meanwhile in Canada. On the Posted Up Network, Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs. You know what we do? We learn French on the show as well because, yo, it's, it's that language. It's that language that's in Canada. It's the, it's the other language, the other official language. And we have a game, yes. We play French lessons, again, on Meanwhile in Canada. I read a sentence. Trevor tries guessing it in English because I said it in French. Vice versa. Whoever, whoever correctly says their sentence gets a point. First one to 100 wins a trip to Montreal, courtesy of the other person's wallet. Until we get a sponsor. You're listening to Meanwhile in Canada. You really think this man is speaking French? <laughs> Trevor, I didn't tell the people. What's the, what's the score right now? What, what's the score? What's the score, buddy? I don't know. I forgot. I, I smoked a joint before this, man. I don't know. I ate some roti too. I'm, I'm feeling myself, but I'm not remembering fine moments like that. We, we should know these things, but you could go, you could go back. No, you know what? You know what? We'll tell the listeners right here. Okay. Go back to the other episodes and figure it out yourself. Okay. You got 20 episodes of, of one of the best podcasts out there about Canada. Okay. Meanwhile, in Canada, I'm going to say my sentence first. Okay. And you'll go again. We'll, we'll, we'll add it to the score when we know it. Here's my sentence. Les true de glory. Reviantent mech. Okay, I'll say that again. Le through <laughs> de glory or gloire. I don't even want to say that. Reviantent 
Mec. I'm gonna get the translator to help you out, okay? Because that's not fair. Les trous de gloire reviennent, mec. Damn, she sucked too. Man, I'm at the point where I need, I need to download one of these apps, okay? We keep saying right. that, man. We keep saying that. Not gonna happen. Right. I'm not gonna lie, I did download one. I practiced for 10 minutes one night, and uh, that was about it. Was it fun, though? Blacking. It, it was nice, you know? Uh, I, I went with Duolingo. I was pumping that for a long time. Uh, I found it to be like a little bit too simplistic, so I went with another one. That, wow, because uh, you're too good. you're too you're too good for that, eh? Too simplistic, yeah, it was right? Just like it, French it just asked me what a cat and a dog was like thirty times over. So, okay, <laughs> this, this Yo, can much. you guess this damn sentence? I'm gonna say it again, okay? Oh, Les trous de gloire revient mec. You hear my tea there, man? That's ridiculous. I don't know. The glory is in being a father. <laughs> You're doing terrific. No, man. The glory holes are coming back. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Is it glorious oh, glory to be holes. a father, man? Are you fucking kidding me? That shit was hilarious, man. You just uh, connected. Uh, yeah, you connected the wrong dots there, man. Let's go. Be yeah, a little really smarter, did. man. You need to use that app. Okay. Usually I have the dirty mind, too. Hey, you know, I, I really fucked it up there. You did. You did. You did. Okay. Give me my sentence. I'm going to get this right. I'm going to do it for the Findus out there. Let's go. All right. This is, uh, it, it leads into our next conversation. So let's see if you can get it. But, savez-vous qui ont tourné une version franco-canadienne de bureau? Holy moly, man. On Sunday, a newspaper in Montreal said this. Something. I don't know, man. I heard Burel. I don't even know what the fuck I was doing there. Well, what's going on? What's this sentence, man? It said, did you know that they filmed a French-Canadian version of The Office? Oh, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for such a difficult one, man. Are you serious? Are you serious? I'm, I'm a mean human being. All right. You know what we do here, then? Because we don't. We don't really mess with the ties, okay? We go into a tiebreaker. All we have to do is correct, uh, correctly say some of the words in a sentence, and whoever has the most words wins the round, okay? We're a little bit nicer on this version of French lessons. You really think this man is speaking French? <laughs> okay, okay, here's my sentence. A two serio. A two serio? Yeah. Cobod. Eight. A2. <laughs> You're asking a question. Like, are I don't you, know. Are you, are you serious? Oh, yes. man. Yes. Fuck. Yes. I got it. I love it. Oh, man. Okay, go, man. All right. Uh, je suis une personne manchante. Je suis une personne marchante. I am the best person. I am the best person. I am the... What? I I am a mean person. What? Because I was mean. I gave you too long of a question. What? Wait, hold up, man. Hold up, okay? How about this? Well, no, no, no. No, Come on. I know you got the sentence right, but I thought the tiebreaker was, you know, all about getting the most words right, you know? I I said more words right than you. I am a person. Did I say, oh, I don't even know, man. Okay, you know what? Again, this is Meanwhile Canadian, two dumbasses learning about Canada. Trevor gets the point, okay? I've been coming back, so I'll give him this one. I am from Canada, after all. Hey, real There's talk. There's got to be some real bonus talk. marks for completing it, man. Come on. I know, man. I was doing so good, man. I don't know what happened there, man. I don't know what happened. We, we should, 
you know, since we haven't made it yet, we have to have a, have a meeting here and just say, yo, let, let's let's level up the production of the show. And the only way to do that is by actually doing, you know, the, the practice on those phones. So I'm going to hold you accountable yeah. next week and you do the same. Okay, we'll, we'll do it. I hope we have stories about our adventure. Straight up, straight yeah. up. Let's end the show with what's popping. That's when Trevor brings up something in the world uh, of Canadian pop culture. And we dissect it. Well, well, we try to dissect it. On Meanwhile in Canada. Well, I don't know how much dissecting there is here. There's a little bit, though, because there's a weird little subculture I found out about today that that, that really, really took turned me for a loop, man. Turned you for so, a loop. Okay. Of course, in Canada, we got one French province. That is Quebec. Of course, we try to learn French. Don't We don't do a very good job of it. Yeah, we suck. We suck balls, what bro. I learned, what I learned for those French people who hate speaking English is that in, for French Canadians, they, they go and willingly rip off American TV shows and make their own versions of it. And like I said off the top in, in En Francais, I found out today that there was a French version of The Office made called Les Bureaux. Okay. I made it for one season. Back in 2000. Only one season, yo. That's embarrassing. Embarrassing. Yeah. But it happens. It happens. Yeah, it, it actually only made it for six episodes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it didn't last too long. Uh, it, apparently, it, it fared poorly among critics. But I just, I was kind of shocked that there was a French version of this. And, there's, and probably a, there's probably a Hindu version of it. <laughs> no, real talk. There probably is. What would the name for that be? I the office dude i'm not the uh i'm not the best vindu out there and, and look at me right taking the time to learn more about canada aka canada taking the time to learn more about montreal and the, the french language and I'm, I'm not even taking the time to learn my own language what disgrace disgrace to the vindu people it is what it is though hey trevor one step at a time right one step at a time life is long yeah. Life is long. Life is long. Yo, there, I'm not surprised that there's other renditions of one of the biggest shows of all time. Let me ask you this, though. Is The Office actually one of the best shows of all time? Because people don't shut up about it. And I've watched a couple episodes. I get the I get the stick. It's really good. It's really good. But for some reason, I've, I've never gotten hooked. And I guess I'm not a TV person. And I don't know. Is it that good? Yeah, I'll tell you how I feel about The Office. When I first started watching it, like you, I kind of just watched a few episodes, and I honestly didn't really like it that much. I didn't think it was that funny. Uh, but as I got into it, as I got into, you know, maybe halfway through the second season, because season one short, it's like six episodes. As I got halfway into that second season, like that, the dry humor is just fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah, I love man. It. I dry humor's the best. Dry humor's yeah. the best, man. They and, got I, and I look at the I look at The Office in this weird French remake, and, and now the news that came out this week was there's a remake of one of my other favorite sitcoms which is brooklyn 99 and they're calling it in french uh escudé s escouad 99 i should know how to say Damn, bro french. what's up with canada yo be original man be original I what know, you what you got no smart people no no creative minds with all this great weed and music uh, available to us here in canada Okay, and I'm talking about the, the good weed here, and then I'm talking about the music internationally available to us for 10 bucks a month. Biggest ripoff ever, if you ask me, in the good way. Anyways, you can't find people that are, that are tapped in to their, to their creative mind in the world of television and want to create new things, new and original things. Are you serious? Are you serious? 
Yeah. And, and what bugs me too is when you recreate it and then it looks like a cheesy, oh, crappy knockoff version. So man. one of the criticisms already is that you know, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, your two lead female stars are both, you know, Lati- Latina women, right? Yeah. Um, Amy Fumero and uh, Stephanie Beatriz. Um, so in this new French version, I, maybe there's less Latina women in Quebec. I don't know, but it, they're both replaced by white women. So that was something that the stars of the English Brooklyn Nine 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 called the show out for. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> wanting to see that. Yeah, right now, if you're talking in the pop culture realm of things, if you're listening to the internet, there is nobody more unpopular than than the white the white woman. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's one of those things. Is the show good? Is the show good? Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine's fantastic. Is the French version good? Are those actors good? Yeah, no. the trailers. The trailer looks a little mixed. I mean, all like all I got was their cheesy expression. That uh, since I can't speak French, I can't really analyze it properly. But uh, it looks cheesy as fuck. Let's put it that way. Cheesy as fuck. Well, then, then I guess it's it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yo, it's gonna be so interesting. I mean, there's there's gonna be just a vast array of you know these diverse crews. It because it's you know rightfully so. It's going to be quote unquote mandated, right? Everything's going to be a little bit more, more diverse when, you know, your kid is growing up watching TV. They, they probably won't know anything other than love and diversity and everyone's the same. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. You know, I'm thinking about that right now, thinking about how there's a little bit of outrage because there's no, if they're going to do a rendition and you're not going to, you know, take an important part, which is the fact that two Latin women are, are the leads in the, the original version. If people are getting outraged for that, so be it. But those type of things are just going to lead to a, a very different future. And, and that's what, if that's, if that's one thing 2020 has taught me, it's, it's taught me a lot of things. It's, it's that we do need to change and things do need to change, you know? People's per- yeah. perspectives and, and everything about entertainment and just the little things. And, and it'll lead to a, a beautiful world. I'm hopeful of it, man. Yeah, I, I love your rendition there, man. And I think one thing I got to say is that, you know, Canada's a very multicultural country. You don't have to take these English shows and, and whitewash them. I think that's uh, it is a little silly. Uh, there's no excuse for not getting multicultural actors and actresses on the show. No, oh, 100%, 100%, man. I guess that concludes today's episode of Meanwhile in Canada. Go listen to the other episodes. You'll enjoy the program. I know you will. That's a guarantee. Okay, it's the Post It Up Network. My name, Kyle Bowen. That's K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. I probably won't be back till Sunday on the network. Again, it's hockey season. It's hockey season, man. We got other things to do on the Nux Misconduct Network. Trevor Beggs, thanks for being here. Hey, quarantine life. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Yeah, I don't mind it one bit, man. Got a nice house, great wife. Nothing to complain about, buddy. <laughs> great life. Got to end it like that, man. Great wife, great life. Hey, that's beautiful. Again, this was Meanwhile in Canada, a show about two dumbasses. Yes, two dumbasses learning more and more about this country. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace. (laughs) 